0: A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trehane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow, and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Flight to Freedom. Today, I'm gonna to be talking about how to manage the eating disorder voice. It's such a difficult thing to overcome when you first start recovery, that voice is in your head constantly, telling you what you can eat, what you can't eat, and how you've got to compensate for what you've eaten, and telling you what you need to feel, whether you need to feel guilty or ashamed, whether you can feel good because you feel empty, or whether you feel bad because you feel full. And that voice is one of the most difficult things to manage or get past when you first start recovery because it can seem so, so loud inside your head. And it can feel really, really overwhelming. A lot of people try fighting the voice, which is a really, really exhausting thing to do because fighting the voice just keeps you stuck in your stress response. And it's so hard to heal when you're in your stress response. So the first thing to do is to be more aware of the voice and the fact that the voice is in fact a thought and you are not your thoughts. You are just the thinker of your thoughts. We have between 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. And according to cognitive science, thoughts are mental representations of information that help you make sense of the world. Helpful or harmful, positive or negative, they all originate in our mind. It's important to understand that thoughts actually mean nothing. They don't say anything about what type of person you are or who you are. They're just thoughts, just Activity going on in your brain. They begin to form when the neurons in our brain signal other cells via neurotransmitters. The brain is constantly taking in information and messages get sent to help make sense of this information in thought form. Even when we're not consciously thinking about something, our brains are still working in the background. So I'd like you to... Take a moment to become aware of your thoughts. Just sit for a few moments and just realise how many different thoughts come into your head. They could be thoughts like, I need to go and walk the dogs. Is it going to rain soon? Should I get the washing in yet? I haven't finished that paper I needed to hand in tomorrow. "Mm, My shoes look dirty. Perhaps I need to clean them. And they just go on and on and on and on. They're just like random things that float around your brain. And it's only when we pay attention to the thoughts that our brains start to look for evidence to support the thought, which makes the thought seem more important and more real to us. So if you went for a walk outside, your brain might say, the grass is long. And then you just carry on and you don't think about that again. because. It's not important, but if you say, stub your toe, your brain will think, oh, toe stub, right. What do I know about toe stubbing? That hurts, let's go out. Let's hop for a while, maybe grasp your toe, and the brain will give you all past historic evidence that it knows about that situation. this is what happens when we have the eating disorder thoughts. Because we have been living in the eating disorder and have followed pathways for all these different foods, and they are pathways that we have learned through childhood conditioning and diet culture and the beauty industry, and just the whole world around us leads us to believe that so many things are not good for us and that we have to be as healthy as possible. And in order to fit in and to be accepted and to be worthy and to be good enough, we have to be as slim as possible and as pretty as possible and as healthy as possible and as fit as possible. And so our thoughts are actually just trying to protect us in a very, very disordered way because they can only work on history and they can only work on evidence that we have already put into them. So being aware that the brain is just trying to protect us and they are just thoughts and we are not our thoughts, we are just the thinker of our thoughts. Let's look at some things that we can do to try and actually manage the voice. So first of all try and Think of the voice as separate from you and not as your enemy to think of the voice as a friend a really dopey friend that gets things wrong we've all known one of those people that wants to help but every time they say something you just look at them and say what are you talking about that's completely wrong so think of the eating disorder voice as that dopey friend that try as they might to help always somehow says the wrong thing or gets it wrong. Because so, the voice is actually only trying to protect you, but it's not doing a very good job. We don't need the caveman primitive brain protection in today's society that we used to need. And it's just a historic part of the brain that hasn't really evolved. It's kind of primal. So once you've separated it out and realised it's not your enemy, it's a really disordered friend, give it a silly name. This helps create it even more separation from you. So a cartoon character is a really good idea. Something like, let's say today Homer Simpson. So once you've given the voice the name, and I'm choosing Homer today, can imagine what the voice looks like as a person so take it out of your head Homer's now sat on my shoulder and he's bright yellow with silly hair wearing silly shorts and he's got Homer's voice so now it's not quite so scary and it's very separate from me because it's now Homer Simpson and you can sort of hear him say in his voice do. And that's just so much easier to deal with. So the next thing to do, once you've got your cartoon character and you can imagine and visualize what they look like and what they sound like, and they've got the name, you can predict what the voice will say because you've been listening to it for long enough. So you know that when you want to have something that you wouldn't normally have that the voice would say no to, like a donut. You can predict what the voice is gonna say because you've heard it before. And when you have predict, you are predicting what the voice is gonna say, that means that when the voice actually says it, it's not scary because you knew it was gonna happen. So when the voice says, oh, well, you can't eat the donut. Donuts have got loads of sugar in and the loads of fats and loads of carbohydrates, and that's not good for you and you can't eat that blah, 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 blah. And all the bollocks that the voice is coming out with. You can say, hey, Homer, thanks. Thanks, that's old news. Don't really need that now, but thanks for your input. And um, it's okay, because the new news is that I can actually eat this now and it's not bad for me. It's fine, I can eat any food I like. And then just go ahead and eat the food. And then you know that the voice is going to probably come back to you and Homer's going to be like, well, you shouldn't have eaten that food. Because you've eaten that food, you now need to go and do for a run and you now need to do 50 sit-ups and 50 burpees or you need to purge or something comes up. But you're still predicting what the voice is saying, what Homer is saying. And so you can say, hey, hang on, look, look, look. Thank you again. I know this is how we've always done things. But again, that's old news. We've moved on. That's the old fashioned way of doing things now. It's okay to eat the donut. Look, I ate the donut and the world didn't end. And I've not exploded from giant donutitis. Everything's fine. It's safe. And then you give yourself a little hug and smile and say, well done. You did it because you got past the voice and you managed to eat the donut. And that's fucking awesome. And that was tough, but you did it. And next time you want to eat something or you want to do something like take a rest, when the voice says, you can't rest, resting's no good, predict, predict what the voice is gonna say. Hear the voice in the cartoon character. Thank the voice, don't fight it. Fighting is just exhausting. So you make friends with the voice. Think of it as a cartoon character. Predict what it's gonna say. Thank it for its input, but say, that's old news now. I do things a different way. I've moved on, thanks for trying. And then you take the recovered action. And every single time you do this, you're rewiring your brain. And you're making new pathways and each time you follow the new pathways and don't follow the old pathways they get easier. If you're consistent and keep just accepting that the voice is going to be there but choosing the recovered action anyway you can get through this and the voice just gets quieter and quieter and you can do more and more and you don't feel scared and if every single time you do something, that you wouldn't previously have done, that would have scared you, that goes against one of your rules. If you say to yourself, well done, that was awesome, you did it. And congratulate yourself and celebrate your win. Give yourself a hug. Then you just feel better and better. And every time you praise yourself and you celebrate your wins, you're just making it easier next time and the time after. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in stress and you don't have to fight all the time. It can all work, but you just need to be consistent and you need to just not fight, just surrender to the fact that the voice is there and choose the recovered action anyway. If you'd like more support on this and would like to look at working with me one-to-one for total unconditional love and 24 7 whatsapp support as well as weekly coaching calls contact me on at my website juliatrehane.com and i also have a free starting recovery survival guide available on my website so head along there and have a look and also please don't forget to rate my website my podcast five stars thank you so much for listening take care bye I hope you enjoyed this episode please do remember to give me a follow and a five star rating this will enable me to reach more people that need help if you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step just check out my website at juliatrehane.com thank you for listening i'm so grateful